all the music too. You know how much that pisses me off sometimes when I like go all week listening to it just at the last minute to be like, "Fuck, guys, I can't make it." And then I'm like, "Well, what did I do? Why did I listen to? Oh, I know, why did I sucks. listen to Bon Jovi? Did you do uh, Dolly Parton? Wait, I know it was. Uh, no, it I was, missed uh, Dolly. I missed Dolly. Well, that one wasn't bad. Like Dolly Parton was, was at least one that was. The- it was still drawn out. I agree. Yeah. Who? It, no, but it was. Uh, it was uh, my guy, old head no, edutainment. The one dude when I missed oh. up the uh, uh, when I was up in the sound area because my kids were sick, and I had I listened to think it of his all. Name. Yeah, I can't. Think Boom of bap right entertainment or whatever. Fuck yeah, that one was, uh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> boogie down. Brutal. KRS KRS one. KRS one. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't think of it off the top of my head for some reason, dude. That was Man. that was brutal. There's like 40 albums, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, just letting you guys know, February 16th when I get back. So, I'm. I realize it's best that I just say I'll try to show up if I can, but I probably won't be there. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. about it. That I'm showing up. We can in. we can do filler bullshit ones like I was. Yep. We were talking about like. Yep. That sounds yep. like fun, anyways. Yep. Dope. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell Coming up, beginning yeah. of the year, filler bullshit albums right here. <laughs> is it worse than 311? By the way, this <laughs> is, is it worse than 311, and I'm sick. Thanks. Ooh, you got it, dude. What do you... Oh, I don't know. I'm Whatever isn't over. COVID. Dude, I'm just getting... Dude, we had a, almost a month of shit plow through our household. Where none of it was COVID. We, we had all gotten tested Poo-poo. and everything. None of it was COVID. I'm pretty sure my youngest caught RSV, which I'm oh, no. 90 something percent sure I got it, but because I'm not in that, like, um, you know, not healthy, but I'm not unhealthy adult. Uh, I think I just got more of the respiratory, like, sinus y kind of shit. But she was fucking out hard, dude. Like, full-on fever, coughing, like, you name it. Whoa. Yeah. 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 And then I've been just... Every morning I wake up and it's, like, clearing out my sinus and it's, like, looking at a fucking disgusting, like, color of greens. Yeah, that's what I got. (laughs) That's what I got. Right there. It's that Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. There it is. That's the thing. Coughing it up. Oh, yeah. into my, it moved into my chest, and I was actually kind of thankful that it moved into my chest because I didn't have to use as many Kleenexes. Ugh. But yeah, it's yeah. disgusting when you like pull it up, and then you're like, "Oh, that's chunky." <laughs> and on that, yeah, this is the uh, end of the month review. So, uh, whatever this respiratory RV RVS is that what it is? is that what RSV. RSV. I'm pretty sure that's what I got because I'm so, pretty certain that's what my my kid got so yeah the really R- sad virus dude the rsvp virus worse than 311 <laughs> absolutely calling but, that I didn't, right but now. in rsvp what's going on <coughs> so it uh, feels great it feels really good i'm gonna do that into the microphone some more like a lot mm. don't worry i might blow or my nose once or twice it'll be tight it's good oh. on air practice from what i've been told professional mm-hmm uh, there was music this month? Question mark. Yes. Yeah. There was music this month. There was yes and a lot of electronic music this month. Yeah, there was some okay electronic music this month. 
I'm listening to Pole right now in the other the other sp- headphone. I swapped them out, you know. And, uh, it's fine. It sounds all right. I'd take it over Nickelback any day. Uh, I mean, I'd take I'd take anything over Nickelback. So that's mean to say to Pole. It's not a comparison. Okay, that's the worst thing that happened this I'm month that I listened to. So we should get that out of the way because that album is horrible. I don't understand. What, what I didn't hold on. I gotta even look up what the name of the fucking album was. I just like absolutely my brain turned off after listening to this. Get shit. rolling, get, yeah, get rolling, get bro. Rolling. I was honest to God. I was like, they still make music. Holy fuck! <laughs> and then, <laughs> Who and then I went, oh no, they don't. That's not music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk under- about the f- what. What? Can we talk about the fact that the cover is like a Jack Johnson Beach Boys cover as well? It, yeah, it looks like the music like is nothing yeah. like a, a a Volkswagen gold Volkswagen van in a sunny gold background, like it's going to the beach. It's nothing like like if you put that cover on an album and I picked it up because I looked at the cover, I was like, oh, this is gonna be like the Beach Boys, and I put it on and it was Nickelback, and it was this Nickelback, which is just a hodgepodge of different garbage styles. It doesn't even make sense next to each other. I would be so upset. I would be the maddest person. I would commit some sort of really vile crime to a stranger. I would be so upset. They did take a book. Uh, they did take a note from your boy Kanye, though, dude. In that high time, it had the intro song has the fucking car sample of like the car jar, uh, jar and shit. And I was, I thought that was pretty funny. High time, the song where they uh, <laughs> reference the title. Because they're gonna get get when they the grass on the on the other side of the state line is always a little greener, and they're gonna get get roll. It's high time they got rolling. It's about weed, guys. It's but about what weed. state are they living in? Because like, it depends. I don't know. Are they are, are they Canadian? I thought so. There's even that part too. Like. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're Canadian. I'm pretty sure the only thing you have to worry about weed up in Canada is how much plastic and uh, waste essential is wasted on the cannabis product. But uh, we, hey, we got that here too. As we that, do, yes. That's it's pretty better. progressive. Huh? Thumbs it's, up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I guess like I, I always knew that this band was kind of like country twanged a little bit you know like they dip into like folk americana based stuff in the midst of their hard rock line six new metal pedal <laughs> bullshit uh fucking this this album oh, i got it i'm sorry i'm to just divert myself real quick. this album even has a little bit of that like bon jovi bow bow type yeah. of shit yes it yeah. does it's real confusing you're still going for that i mean i guess it makes sense because you're like 50 you know, but okay. This this still sounds good, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Does it? But like the 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 fact that there's like a good three, four, five songs that are like, I'm going out, getting drunk on a Saturday night. I'm gonna pick up a girl and get into a fight. Living this way just make me feel alright. You know, like the fact that there's some of those songs is the part that just like, I don't know, confused the shit out of me. It's just bizarre, and it's just so fucking bad. 
They're jammed oh. in between the new metal songs, the alt rock, butt rock, new metal, hair, Cheesy. and then like the hair rock stuff with the bad soloing over the country stuff. Like they were so confused about what they were making, and like the producer must have been like, "Hey guys, we've got three bad genres that you don't even know how to play at all, and let's put them all three next to each other, and sometimes let's make one song with all three. How's that sound? Does that sound good to you guys? We're gonna do that for eleven tracks, and get this." Two songs of one, two songs of another. We'll do a hybrid on the next one. We'll go back to two songs of another, okay? So if you really like country rock, well, this is the wrong album for you because the next two songs aren't. It's just the dumbest <laughs> decision-making. I, I just... I, I, who can be a fan of this? Anyway, it's the worst album I've heard in a long time. It's as bad as the Kid Rock album, but it, it's... I mean, it's less bad. That, uh, you can that, say that. that you, I watched uh, that YouTube video that I posted in our chat, the... Um, Fucking, what is it? Why does this song stink, guy? I can't remember mm, his name. Mm-hmm. You got everybody should look it up. It's good stuff. You like, you know, music critics. Uh, <laughs> the thing that he kept pointing out was the video. It's like a bunch of like nineteen-year-old college girls running to see Nickelback play the first song off this album, San Quentin, which is about literally about like drinking and driving and going to jail out of san quentin because you're not going to go to san quentin for drinking and driving i'm sorry like i I don't get that one that's going to happen because of the underage girl that you took across state lines that you're trying to give vegas bombs to and the way you're asking the bartender for something you can drop in a woman's drink i know (laughs) how a bomb works and I know how a bomb works, but the fact that you would decide that that's the line you want to deliver, give me something good to drop in a girl's drink, bruh, you sound like you're roofing somebody. That's wow. why you're going to San Quentin. If you if you go to the wrong bar, the the bar the partner's gonna be like, I got you, bro, and like hand you like a little thing of like GHB, and you're like, wait, wait, what the fuck's happening here? It's just like I'm never coming back to this bar again. You know? Well, and then you roofie yourself, so, dude. I was talking a about a fucking. Blast. I was talking about some fucking Red Bull, man. I'm I'm like, holy shit, I'm never coming here again. Why'd you phrase it that way? You don't listen to Nickelback, bro. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the fact that their name, oh, uh, this is all around terrible. Like I said, the first thing I thought when I was like, this can't be real, when I saw that was an album, because I didn't realize that they were still making music. And then it's just like, what is happening? Like, this, yeah, this is I, absolutely insanity. Like, you thought this was a good idea? Shit, man. You, th- you thought they were done and they were like, take a look at this photograph. And it was look a photograph, at this photograph of their new yeah. album. <laughs> I wish that this had been a soundtrack for Curious George done by Jack Johnson. I would have been way happier if it had if it had been Jack Johnson's Curious George soundtrack. I would have been the happiest guy. I'd be like, oh yes, oh it's wow. so good. But I mean, yeah, I would have taken that. I would have been the happiest guy. I got depressed when I put this on. I was like, no, hey, I don't want to listen to this. What if it was the original motion picture soundtrack to the Inspection by Animal Collective? How would you feel then? I felt good about it. I was fine with it. Yeah. It set a mood. I mean, soundtracks are hard without the movie, you know? Like, listening to it, it felt like there were moments that sort of it builds and falls, this rise and falling motion. Um, it's, it's, it's more minimalist than Animal Collective tends to be and a little more warbly bassy. 
it could have been somebody else. Like I think you mentioned this in the chat, but it could have been somebody else. But it, it didn't matter that it was somebody yes. else. It still worked and functioned fine. I thought there's a drill sergeant song, maybe it's drill sergeant, and it was like very like busy and like you know like staccato busting um, bass beats that were like sort of crunchy and the and the and warbly and like I felt like it it built a mood. But I mean, it was I don't remember much else of it other than you know feeling. Well, it, so these are always weird to me, like. Aren't these more of a score, but because it's a band, right. and then and then it becomes their album, but like for the soundtrack, so it, it's yeah, I, I have to agree. It, it was very interesting. Uh, I don't know too much of the band, but it was it is definitely one of those scenarios where like, well, like this sounds like it would really work for a scene, <laughs> depending on what the fuck was going <laughs> sure, <yeah>. on. <laughs> like, they, they chose the appropriate type of music. Like, it for... sounds like a score for a nice background, and, and it, you're not, you know, playing fucking Danger Zone behind something, you know what Danger I mean? Danger Zone! Like, so... <laughs> it's, honestly, what bothered me about it was the fact that it was Animal Collective doing that music because at that point I was like, why? Like, it took literally half of the soundtrack to get to the point where I was like, oh, there's some Animal Collective. And for the first half, it was like, why did you get Animal Collective to do this when you could have gotten, like, Tim Hecker or William Basquiat or, or whatever that fuck that guy's name is? You know, any other fucking actual ambient artist to make these ambient pieces. But... Um, Really, the only big problem with it is the ending, that last song that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who... Th- I, I feel like the, that last song is so bizarre because of whoever the featured artist is on that, and I don't know who that is. I should have looked it up. I don't... I'm sick. Leave me alone. My head is, like, floating. I feel crazy. Indigo D'Souza. Oh, Indigo D'Souza. Okay. Sure. Who the, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? She's like a she's like a, a whimsical electronic uh, sing, female singer songwriter. Sounds fun. It's, yeah, <laughs> it sounds That's an amazing description. <laughs> it's like it's like somewhere it's like somewhere between like Frankie Cosmos and maybe something like uh, what was that one Jockstrap? You know, like it's something. I know okay. Jockstrap's not singer songwriter exactly, but it's like somewhere that's straddling the line between like sort of jangly indie like quaint calm soloing stuff and like keyboard synth magic i don't know it's fine okay that's i suppose it's weird to put an animal collective track at the end of a thing that you very particularly made almost you know barren of animal collective soundscapes i mean there's a few places where there's like hectic vocal samples and things like that but and and like overlaps in that way that they like to do in in certain tracks, but that last track was just jarring. I was like, I, is this like Disney World Animal Collective closing out the movie? And they were just like, we need an Animal Collective song for the closing credits. I don't, but I enjoyed it. It was fine. It's fine album. Yeah, I don't like like that Colin Stetson album, that soundtrack that came out. It's weird to like review a soundtrack without the movie sometimes uh yeah. like that that was good but like I, I don't know after a while i was like oh yeah it's movies movie it's on the back there it is it's good sounds fine so uh, making the colin stetson uh has more character but also is more operatic and like i feel like in that it is classical composition you know like with strings and 
and just like these really big uh, building harmonies. And I, I, it felt it felt more interesting to me. And like it felt I felt tension in a different way. Like it does a really good job of feeling sort of calm, like knowing it's a horror film, it being sort of calm and returning to that calm at the end. And the calm is now like sort of um, un uneven and unnerving i thought that was a cool effect because they reprised the first track and i thought that it had a good build and a rise and fall as well i thought that one was much better but i mean i also feel like it fits a movie better like yeah, i feel like absolutely. that kind of music fits yep. a horror film so uh, let's see horns here. more horns <laughs> more horns you mean like horse lords oh yeah lords album yeah, uh Comradely, comradely. How I can't pronounce. I I don't know. Here, objects, objects. Uh, uh, yep, that word. Comradely, oh, comradely objects. Yeah, yeah comradely, comradely, objectsly. Comradely objects. Horse. I would think it would be camaraderie, you know, but comradely objects. Whatever, camaradely. It was. That's a interesting album it, it it like borderlines between like hippie music and black midi yeah yeah basically <laughs> like yeah i can see yeah. that no it was Probably, entertaining i enjoyed listening to it that's for sure but it's than- just the like it's a lot of polyrhythmic like weird time signature shit happening in a very subtle repetitive way arpeggiations everywhere just up and down scales up and down scales up and down Mm -hmm. scales as somebody like plays almost not on time with the drums horn just so anybody listening knows the way today went was a couple hours ago robert was like oh man i'm gonna listen to this album this album this album." we had like next to no (laughs) albums to listen to and then robert showed us all of the good albums of the month literally like right before it, fucking this horse lords, the uh, gold panda, the work, uh, plaid, f- yeah, that's a word. I don't know. Fjorm forks or something. I don't Thanks. even know. Thank you. And pole <laughs> tempest are all like instru- basically instrumental. Uh, well, yeah, basically instrumental. Fucking weird, kind of. I mean, cool stuff. All good, but. But like I, nothing so, that was like, I don't know. I just for some yeah, reason I always think Crowder basically. knows more yeah. electronic music than I do because he'll throw me something that I've never heard before. So well, I just when didn't I, even realize these were out. When you throw when you throw albums up, I, I'm assuming you're negating certain things. Like you're making a choice not to listen to something. Um, so next time, if I don't see it there, I'll put it up. I apologize for that. And now that we're doing the format where we're not focusing on an album. Previously, we would do sort of a bounce back and forth, and someone would right. talk about a thing they listened yep. to, and that's way we could cover more ground. But now that we're doing it as a group, my bad. Sorry for throwing the good shit at you at the end. Next time, <laughs> I just don't know. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I rely I mean, I on figured... those. I'm just gonna say I rely on those throw-ups because that's literally when I go down the list and go, boom, put it on, boom, put it on, boom, put it on. <laughs> I ain't got time to research, dude. <laughs> He Horse said Lords. throw up and go down. Well, I mean, <laughs> throw up, uh, maybe like graffiti throw ups? Is that what we're talking about? You, you guys ever. <laughs> I um, throw up and go down. Just been sick for days and just taken like, you know, cough medicine. And then by the fourth day, not only are you still sick, but you feel fucking crazy. Dude, Ooh. I used to do that before I had kids. I remember. <laughs> there was one time when I was like, uh, just 
Literally, I'm not like, robo tripping or anything. Time. And I got hella sick. And I literally just went to the like store and bought a bunch of fucking corset and cup of gold. <laughs> and just <laughs> proceeded to fucking pop pills the entire like I I'm ended starting up to feel bad, better so take so bad. <laughs> the amount of dextromethorphan that I ingested was like like I'm sitting on the couch watching Anchorman like like just fucking shit. Yeah, like zone it out. Fucking uh, a little intense. They took it out of uh cough syrup though, didn't they? Like because some it cough was, syrup. Or some. like at least you can't, you have to get it over the counter now. Like if you want the strong stuff, you gotta get it from the pharmacist. Right? I didn't. Like No, it no. depends it's on what have, you want. Still have dextro get. in it though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. The, okay. I just bought a kid's cough medicine uh because it was so bad for her that um and it contained uh dextromethorphan like straight up like that's actually one of the things i was looking for like can i give this to her and one of the things popped up and i was like oh thank god because in an actual setting for coughing it's awesome <laughs> yeah cough syrup's incredible and, it's good and then this is and then as a disassociative it can be awesome it can also be very not awesome. <laughs> I just I don't even like taking it. You know, like oh. nowadays, like when, when it gets to the point where I'm sick, where I'm like, oh god, here it is, gonna take this to help with the cough. Like even just a little bit of it makes me feel loopy. I don't feel too bad on that. It's when I tr- when I try to abuse it is when it gets very well, like. I'm not ugh. doing that because <laughs> if I just shit. take it, I. I just don't feel bad anymore because normally I'm really sick if I'm taking cough syrup. Mm-hmm. But I take cold and flu, uh, so it's a mixture of things. You know, it's like acetaminophen. And yeah, cause it's whatever, also got the, the uh, acetaminophen, DXM, Antim- uh, usually the, uh, what is that, that glus- glucifen? Yeah, for the uh, expert, yeah. Whatever Fuck. that word Getting is. Six sucks. <laughs> Hey, who's better, uh, Drake or Nas? <laughs> Nas, absolutely. Uh, Nas, I'm gonna have to agree <laughs> on that one. I'm not a huge oh, no Nas shit. fan, but like, there's no, there's no fucking question on that but, one. I mean, Nas's raps are "I'm old and out of touch, and I think your life would be better if you weren't violent." And Drake is "I'm going to have sex with a woman who's probably underage. Let me tell you about it." Breakup and, song. And the, so- and the album's called "Her Loss." Oh yeah. my god. Say, Plus, he has to fucking pair up with Twenty One Savage, Dude, which is Savage the, was savage. Which is the only saving grace on that fucking album. You like, know what I some, think the funniest part about that? Some of the beats were that. actually pretty legit too, though. What? You know what I think of the funniest part about that album is that you guys listened to it because I didn't. <laughs> it was. I like, mean, Twenty One Savage actually was the one that carried it for sure. Not uh, surprising. I, and I feel that there was a couple tracks where the the fucking beat was like I'm not gonna lie, there's some fucking head nods like bassy beats, but like good right. piano, good bass for some trap tracks, and it's Uh-oh. so minimalist. Yeah, it wasn't okay. it wasn't terrible. Like again, you guys heard Twenty One Savage fucking, fucking Perry Robert it. says that uh, the new Drake and Twenty One Savage album is the best album of 2022. 
21 oh, yeah. Savage is so charming. Like, I know that he's saying annoying <laughs> misogynist <laughs> shit, wow. but like, he's but, like, <laughs> what the hell's happening? Listen, listen, listen. Listen, like, like listening to this album and like listening to Drake be a disingenuous fuckboy and like just like oh, like he he's got a persona, but he's not that person. He's just this like little pushover bullshit. But like Twenty One Savage, just like this is me, <laughs> and it's just like it's charmingly horrible. But like I'm like I'm for it. I'm on the ride. Like I'm here. Like I'm not gonna go buy Twenty One Savage album or really seek him out. But like as a something I'm listening to and critiquing, like he's genuinely the thing he is, and he sounds like he's nervous about it the whole time like he raps these confident rap lines about uh oh, you know his it money I'm listening to it right now and and but but like it's so it's so flat and even keel and it's just like That's, it's like he's scared of his own lines it's interesting like i'm i'm charmed does, by the aesthetic i don't think does that 21 savage does 21 savage have a cold too oh, apparently all the time oh apparently time. at all times is this what he sounds like that's why yeah, you drink all that. He that's why rappers like drink all the lean. Is like they're, they're always they're always sick. <laughs> okay. Is that Anyways, what they it wasn't they're say, saying they're iced out because they're cold. They got a cold. Is that <laughs> what that is? No, they're mm-hmm. using icy hot. Like they pulled the muscle. <laughs> right. So they, they well they, they they put it right here so they can get some of that. Oh, that's the Vicks. Breathe. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah. Mix baby. it up. A little bit of both. When you're, when you're rolling when you're rolling on that Molly, dude, just take those fucking Vix inhalers and just okay. shove up in Nas and listen to some Drake. <laughs> listen, Nas's beats only have twenty one savages involved. <laughs> I I think Nas's album was better in terms of content, even though it was still sort of annoyingly like middle centrist. At the end of it, he raps about like cancel culture or whatever. Oh man, but mostly. I- I didn't even catch that track. I must have turned it off before then. Yeah, you Sorry, gave up on it. Did I? You gave, I it, it was a bonus track. We were talking about it. It was the bonus, bonus track. It was the very last track. Mostly, he was just like, I'm a rich guy, and I wish you could be rich too. And he's not telling you how to be rich, but he's telling you not to shoot your friends. And that but, was like, but vote against taxes on rich people. And you're like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> I, I was kind of confused by why the first song of that album, uh, what's it called? King's Disease 3. And, uh, it was like a, a 2003 Jay-Z beat. Like, everything was, like, super big and in your face. The drums were all, like, kicking and shit. And then, like, every single song after that was sort of, like, dirty record, fucking standard hip-hop. Old-timey R&B sample Yeah, R&B, yeah. jazz, fucking traditional hip-hop, I suppose you might call that. I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, like, why was that first track like that, dude? What's going on? Did you just run well, the out of King's, steam? The King's Disease is like the punchline of the album, and that's the like feel good part. Like the King's Disease, I believe, in his own words, is something to the effect of like letting uh, letting uh, you know your ego get to you and doing things to others before you know you think about yourselves. It's like Jesus shit. Like he's like he's like don't let don't become a king, be a good man type shit. It's silly corny cornball ass shit. But like Thanks, nice. at the end of the at the end of the day, <laughs> like it's it's like he's he's trying to say something nice. And I, I can give him I give him that. He's not like just like out there flexing. I mean, and also there's there's a part where Nas is like, I'm a old head rapper. I'm so good at this. People are trying to take my style. And it's like, yeah, well, you have to say that because that's like a thing you have to say. But mostly it's like, uh, be good to your brother. It's sort of weird. It's goofy. 
I was fine with it. I like the old R and B samples. I like their loop. There's some. There's a part where he references Illmatic, and that was cool. Like, and I was happy that he was like, "Oh yeah, it was it? Yeah." And they ran it through the machine, so it sounds like it's warbling and like tape hiss and shit. Cool. Anyway, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. All right. Well then. The only thing I liked was Brockhampton putting out two which albums. Ones? Uh, I, you know, yeah, I was gonna say which one? Yeah. I probably preferred TM, yeah. but they both only had a couple tracks, and I was like, I might come back to that. The rest yeah, of it was fair. was just meh, whatever. wasn't bad. wasn't good. I, th- I I'm a little confused of why they put out two. Yeah, it's. A- I read about Weird it. Thing. The family was supposed to come out, and that was the se- going to be the seventh album, and then they dropped a surprise album the day before. So TM wasn't supposed to come out, and no one knew about it. It just dropped the day before the family did. The family's the actual record that was meant to come Interesting. out. Interesting. In, in well, the I, order of their releases. I kind of like And the family, TM. I think, is silly. I like electronic sampling and bass beats over corny r&b samples when done the way they do it like i felt like every single track was nearly the same throughout the family like there's nothing that stuck out to me it didn't feel like it moved the same way like i i couldn't focus on it i got to track 17 and i was like what did i just listen to and then i put tm on because you guys were talking about fmg and i put tm on and i was like this is the shit and i was like i like this album i want people to just be playing with little like pads going burr, 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 you know like i don't know that's yeah. kind of bass yeah. i want warbling and yelling that's, that's why i fuck my gang that's, that's right that made me laugh that shit made right. me laugh so hard dude I was like, that was the first one I put on, and all of a sudden, like, I I pressed play on my uh, on the on my phone and in the car, and I'll just I just see FMG, and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck's going on here? And then you hear it; and it's actually a pretty solid like fucking track with like some decent beats, and like, <laughs> and then the fuck my gang shit just made me laugh so. Fucking hard, dude. I love it when Brock Hampton's like, by the way, we are really gay. Yeah. Like, don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, just in case you thought that wasn't what it is, here we go. I'll do it on the hardest fucking song that we got. I mean, that it's fucking, fucking gold, dude. Just like, I, the, it's a jizzy track. See, I, that's, I like the Brock Hampton songs that bring it a little more, that go almost like, either like hard rap or go like almost electronic. Right, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that I like. Like the, the sensitive, slower tracks aren't really my jam. The like more, you know, R&B type of shit. Like the more mid-tempo rapping isn't my thing, but uh, it's still cool. Uh, his albums are fine. It's not I bad. Really, was there a connection between it. the two? Was there like a the big pussy sample? Did it show up in both albums or something like that? I didn't catch it. I didn't, I didn't think get so. to spend enough time with that. And I've just been like listening to it kind of back and forth, not really paying attention to which one. So, uh, you know, I get it confused. I thought there was a connection between the albums, but maybe not. Well, I'm sure there I is. Mean, there's, I mean, yeah, there's got to be something. There's no. They're thoughtful dudes. Yeah, there's no reason they didn't just drop that as the other one dropped. So there's some thought, but I didn't catch anything right off the bat, but also I haven't been able to dive into some of these as I used, as I usually do. Yeah. I usually 
I usually cram it all in at the end of the month, like the last week after we haven't been listening to other shit. So, anyway, you guys got anything else? Richard Dawson, dude. Richard Dawson, the Ruby Cord, man. Yeah, I love forgot that about, shit. You forgot about the Dawson, man. Oh my god, I can't believe I almost play... missed that shit. That's like We're it's gonna... like twee folk Irish music it's with bizarre. like themes We're gonna of play fantasy. Some... The We're gonna play some Family Feud minutes. right now. Oh wait, <laughs> no, not that Richard dude. Dawson, right? Yeah, that shit was wacky, dude. Like was that so, so was silly. like I felt like I was like like in like a fucking like the Shire or ready to like uh, some kind <laughs> of fucking uh, playing D and D with like the hobbits or you, just something along those lines where it was very just like. Yeah, folky like. What the uh, hell's the name of this? The Ruby this, Cord. Yeah, this yeah. Motherfucker, the, name of the album, in case anybody looks for it. This motherfucker is following Geralt as a fucking. Uh, it's the it's the third <laughs> album in a concept trilogy about time traveling. I don't know somebody's and like the first eleven minutes of the forty minute opening track. There's eight tracks, I believe, and the first one is forty minutes. There's eleven minutes of just like build and harp and like folk folk adjacent English music. It's like it's seriously like prog rock stuff. It's like Genesis um, meets Bell and Sebastian meets like some other goofy like fast paced English bands of the modern day like Los Campesinos or something and then sits back and goes you guys know Irish music it's just so goofy it's nerdy music you guys cool if I do a nasally warble over this loot I was gonna say (laughs) dude I I got the loot right here it's right here do do you want okay I'm, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I felt what? like this was Coheed and Cambria done way better. That's how it felt to me at times. It made me laugh. I thought this album was great. I cracked my ass up. I got when when he first started singing 12 minutes into the first track, I was like, oh my God, "Whoa. Yeah. What is happening, brother?" And then later on he does this thing where he's like playing an arpeggiated uh, guitar line and he starts do-da doing and then women start do-da doing with him. I thought everything about it was right. It's so corny and so also very artistically done. I thought it was the best thing I heard this week, not going to lie. I I love that on his Spotify, the picture of him is just like, hey, I look like somebody's dad or uncle, and I'm yeah. out in these woods with the fucking flannel on. Want to hear me warble through my nose? Oh, he looks like he just you left the Ren Fair and switched into normal clothes, and I'm so happy for him, dude. That shit ruled. <laughs> yes, the one flannel. When I see he's got like a right, like weird ass shirt on. Oh, the one I see he's got like a yellow flannel on and some gloves. Oh, and listen to Gold Panda. I know we do, we just we've glossed over it, but listen to Gold Panda the work if you like a little bit of hissy crackly oldish samples with some nice bass. It's got a good vibe. There's a picture of a sun on the front that's very like <laughs> geometric and it's a fun album if you want to listen to an album that looks like a postcard. So, I don't know. Those so, are the two best albums of the week. On Apple Music uh, for Richard Dawson, it is a picture of him just chilling on like a fucking picnic table on there too. with that, a shirt that says too. "Don't be a Richard." Nice, that's pretty funny. So don't be a Richard. Don't be a Richard, uh, be a Richard Tease. 
Robert liked the new Wise Blood album because he loves Christmas music. And that's it. Check out our website. Check out my website, the trashpitcity.com and the isitworsthan.com. And the uh, uh, next week, we're going to be getting into Jazz Month for the end of the year. Or how, getting into the holiday season with some jazz. Speaking of Christmas music and Wise Blood. Really, though, that new Wise Blood album, it's, I mean, it sounded like. It was taken from a, a Christmas movie almost about like moving from the big city back home for the holiday or just visiting for the holiday and then falling in love with a townie. It sounds like <laughs> a know? Hallmark movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah that vocals and harps and just everything keeps getting little louder. bells. Literally like, like a Hallmark yeah, movie soundtrack. It sure. It sounded exactly like a Hallmark movie soundtrack. It was fucking wild. Uh, if you're into that, there you go. There's an album that will fucking, uh, I don't it, it know what we're talking off. about next week. What are we talking about next week? Yes. Yes. Flute. Does, yes. Flute. Yes. Flute. No. Is it? Yes. Flute. Wayne Shorter. No. It's definitely yes. Right. It's Wayne definitely. Yes. Uh, Wayne Shorter plays saxophone. Cool. Saxophone. I don't know either what of these kind? artists next month, so I'm excited about it. Does he does he run the gamut or is it more like alto or soprano? I don't know. I guess we'll have to talk about it next or week. Or goddamn baritone. <laughs> right Those here, I baritone uh, saxes are insane looking. <laughs> and it, it's uh, that's the oh my god. Yeah, have you ever seen the? Uh, I can't the, actually like the now, double man. double bass double baritone saxophones or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it takes up like a whole fucking like, room. It's and, like, insane, dude. You can play like one note at a time. <laughs> that's fucking cool. I want one of those. Just take up my whole living room. Right, <laughs> the mouthpiece in the sleep? bedroom. Oh, I sleep. Uh, I open up one of the uh, little side chambers. Climb <laughs> yeah, in there, dumbass. I just, <laughs> I just open up one of the little chambers and sit. And there's my little cranny. I have an iPad like taped up there. You know, it's pretty comfortable. <laughs> I saw a guy use a theremin to like like rev his engine. So he's just like, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> that's fine. That was tight. That's pretty anyway. cool. This is just, yeah, because uh, you know he hooked Elon it up Musk to his engine. Invented so that it Tesla, was... you know that, right? Oh, stop! <laughs> oh my god, I thought he's. I thought he started uh, PayPal or something. He didn't. Space. That's the get, funniest thing. Started on this. Wayne he hasn't started any right of that now. shit. He didn't do any of it. He always got into like the high investor of the companies. Period. He actually had to get his name uh, on a Tesla as a founder. Uh, Fuck that guy, dude. Anyways, uh, 26 Wayne Shorter albums next week, guys. Toot, next toot. time on Dragon Ball Z. Toot, 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 toot. motherfucker. On pew, next time pew, pew. on Dragon Ball Z. I'm gonna fucking eat cyanide. I wish I could make fart noises with my armpits. Wait, wait. I used to be able to. <laughs> Yes! Yes! <laughs> Next time! What has happened to this Goodbye. podcast? Goodbye.